welcome back to me tv reviews i am your host mo and today y'all we will be discussing fool me once that's all it take y'all is for me to get fooled one time you ain't gonna fool me again <laughs> ain't that what bush anyway all right that's in the j cole song too <laughs> anyway y'all i hope y'all are having a wonderful day thus far y'all we are just a tuesday we got a couple more days to grind this thing out y'all and then we on to the weekend all right so we are going to be discussing uh episode two so this is season well this is a limited series so this is episode two um and it's titled episode two <laughs> all right y'all Let's go ahead, get into the synopsis real quick, and then we're going to get right into the episode. So the synopsis for this one is news about the murder weapon sets the investigation on a new course. Maya goes searching for answers and learns something surprising about her sister. Ooh, y'all. I hope it ain't too bad, okay? I hope it's not anything that's going to change her whole perception of her sister but we'll see y'all so we start the episode off with maya she is on base and she ends up getting a phone call back from back home so she goes to, to the phone and it's joe on the other line and unfortunately he relays the news that her sister has been murdered so she rushes back home and of course she runs into joe's arms and she is just inconsolable so we fast forward to the present where maya is now sitting down with sammy and marty they're asking her questions regarding the murder weapon they feel like maybe since they know now that the murder weapon is tied to not only her sister claire's case but also to joe's murder there's got to be some connection some kind of way okay but we just got to figure out how so of course they ask the very obvious question what was joe and claire's relationship like meaning were they screwing around okay did they have that type of relationship and she was like no okay no the no but they did work together and we do find out that joe actually hired claire on um, at Burkitt Global, or Global Burkitt, yeah, where they worked at, okay, because the Burkitt family believed in true uh, traditional family values, and so, of course, you know, they wanted to keep it real family-oriented around that thing, okay, so they trusted Joe and his decision-making, and so when he bought Claron, they thought it was a good decision, okay, and so now they have to figure out just how in the world these things are related okay but even though she denies that joe and claire had an intimate relationship that doesn't mean that when they're gone she ain't thinking about it i mean you were gone a lot maya there is there is a chance and i mean looking at claire's husband he i ain't saying that she should have cheated all i'm saying is look at her husband <laughs> i'm just playing y'all everybody deserves to be loved okay no cheating especially if you're married so they end up leaving and she goes to talk to shane a little bit but i mean these flashbacks of her sister's death and joe are still constantly playing in her mind so 
Hopefully we'll get to the bottom of the connection sometime this episode. So Maya goes to drop Lily off at daycare because she does, doesn't have a nanny any longer. Okay, so you do what you got to do, right? So she's dropping her off at the daycare and she's concerned about the security measures that they have in place. Okay, and so the lady, um, the manager basically reassures her that they are top-notch when it comes to security. As a matter of fact, they've got nanny cams all up and through that joint. So if you ever feel the need, the tingling to log in and see how she's doing, just check in on her, um, see where she is, how she's doing that particular day, then by all means, go ahead and log into the app. So she seems okay with that. Okay, So then she does a little training with Shane and then... After that, as she's walking back to the car with him, she remembers something that Sammy had said about uh, the connection between the two shootings. And because Maya was away for quite some time, he is asking her, can she think of anybody that may have been associated with both of them that may be able to provide a little bit more knowledge about what was going on in the day-to-days when she wasn't there? So... She does think of somebody and that somebody happens to be Eve, right? So she goes to her house and she's asking her about Claire. Um, was Claire acting any strange, uh, any type of strange those last couple of weeks that she was alive? And so she was like, no. Um, and so then she asked her, was she having an affair? And she was like, no, not that I know of. Okay. And so I was like, damn, um, were y'all messing around or something? Cause the way that she said it, it was really quick. Okay. Um, and so. She ends up mentioning an incident that happened a couple of weeks before Claire was found dead. And she says that they had went out to lunch that particular day when Claire had gotten a phone call. So instead of her taking the phone call in front of her, she actually stepped outside and continued to have this conversation outside. Well, when Eve looked out the window, she saw Claire on the phone, but Claire was having a very heated argument, it looked like, with whoever was on the other line. And so then Eve mentions that not, not only was she having a heated exchange with this person that she was on the phone with, but when she looked down, she also realized that Claire was not on her regular phone, y'all. She was not on her regular phone. And so she was like, what do you mean? And she says, well, the usual pink phone, uh, the, the usual pink case that her phone is in, that was at the table. And so, basically, she had a burner phone. And so, Maya's asking her to describe the phone. And she was like, well, it looked pretty crummy. You know, it looked like an older version of a phone. And so, she was like, okay, did you tell the cops what was going on? And she says, no. Well, why the hell not? Why wouldn't you tell them about this incident? And so, Eve was concerned that if she told the police about this exchange, that, you know, that I guess they would take it back to Eddie. She was scared that Claire was having an affair. And she just didn't know how that would affect Eddie and the kids. And so Maya was like, damn, all of that. Okay, I'm trying to find out what happened to my sister. You should have went ahead and told them what was going on. Yeah, she sure should have. But now what? So Sammy ends up meeting up with the unknown number that we've been trying to ping down for the last couple of episodes. Or the past episode, rather. And... Turns out the unknown number belongs to a lady named Nicole. Now, Nicole is his sponsor, okay? Um, Y'all remember he used to go to, I don't know if it's AA meetings or NA, but either way, he's explaining to her 
this recent episode about him hitting the fence and him blacking out. And so he was like, you know, normally the last time this started to happen, I could feel myself getting ready to go out. Well, this time I was just driving along. And then the next thing you know, I didn't see a fence and my airbags were deployed and I didn't even feel the car swerve. Okay, so this is getting very scary. And so she asked the obvious question, were you sober? And so he was like, of course I was sober. And so she says, well, I just had to check because you weren't in this morning's meeting. Matter of fact, you ain't been to a couple of meetings. What are you, my mom or something? <laughs> no, but she's just concerned as your sponsor, right? So um, he tells her no. He was definitely sober. Um, and so she was like, well, since you're that concerned about it, why don't you just go ahead and get it checked out? And so he says no, because we all know how this thing goes, especially with men okay he's a man man he ain't finna go to the doctor and not only that but he's also a cop and y'all know how they feel about cops especially when they start to have all of these medical troubles okay and so he was like no they gonna put my ass on desk duty once they find out that i have a problem with missing fences they gonna put my ass on desk duty if they keep me on the job at all okay i'm fine right now but then next year if all of this goes like I think it's going to go, I'm just going to be a fat chauffeur trying to find jobs. <laughs> yeah, you just might be. Okay, so he was like, hell no, nah, I'm not doing none of that. And so she was like, well, this could be pretty serious. I mean, you could have not only hurt yourself, but you could hurt somebody else, which is a very valid statement. Okay, you should go get this checked out. And I don't give a damn if you got to go do some private testing. You need answers. It's better to know than to, to have this incident happen again and it'd be a lot worse. So, Sammy's definitely got some decisions to make. Amaya ends up going back to Claire and Eddie's house. And, of course, the last time she was there, she had mentioned how she would be willing to help him sort through Claire's things. But Eddie said, don't worry, he got it. Well, clearly, he still ain't got it, okay? Because the boxes are still in the hallway, so she starts to move them. And then she has all of these flashbacks. I'm going to skip past a couple of scenes, but we'll come back to those, okay? So she starts to have all of these flashbacks about um, all of these different memories when she starts going through the boxes and, and pulling out things from said boxes. And so she's having good memories, okay? Um, reminiscing and so then there's this one particular memory uh, where Claire was saying how she wanted to go for a smoke but she didn't want Eddie to uh, know about it right so she ended up going to this one particular room she and she has like a secret floorboard okay that she usually stashes all of her stuff that she doesn't want her husband to know about in so Maya remembers where it is, and so she goes to it, and she finds the phone, y'all. So just then, Eddie ends up coming home, and he's like, you know, I told you that you weren't allowed here. Why are you here? And so she mentions that she knows that she's not supposed to be there, but um, ultimately, she tried to put on the front at first, but then she ends up telling him, uh, well, asking him, was Claire having an affair? And so he was like, are you kidding me? Like, you come in my house, 
you asked me about my dead wife that's just been murdered not too long ago. You're asking me if she had an affair? And so she ends up telling him about the phone that she found. And she's concerned, okay, that whoever she may have been having an affair with or whoever may be on this phone. So she's just trying to get information from him. And so he was like, no, we weren't in a great spot, okay? And usually she, when I would call her, she was always telling me that she was working late with you-know-who. And so she's like, are you implying that her and Joe were having an affair? And he was like, I ain't, I ain't saying that, okay? But what I can tell you is that eventually it got to a point where Claire just thought that I I felt like I wasn't enough for her, which that attitude goes a very long way. So, so he was like, give me the phone. And so she was like, I'm not giving you this phone. Okay, that's my sister. And he was like, yeah, but that's my wife. And so he ends up like kicking his box. And so he tells her to give him the phone again. He ain't gonna ask again. And she was like, are you kidding me? Like, I can put you down in seconds. Like, don't force my hand. So, being Eddie, he does. <laughs> and she puts his ass down very quickly, okay? And so she was like, I told you. <laughs> I tried to warn you. And so she ends up leaving out as uh, her niece is walking in. And she was like, what's up? Okay, where you going? And Mike was like, oh, your dad took a spill. Just look after him. Okay, so he comes outside talking about the phone. And then Maya just speed off, leaving his daughter to ask him, dad, what phone? So now you're going to have to explain that to your daughter. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he can explain it away. So then over to uh, Eve's house. Eve is on her computer, probably doing some work. When all of a sudden we see somebody watching her. I always feel like somebody's watching me. It may be her ex, Robbie, okay? Um, he does call from time to time uh, to check on her and the kids, but I guess he's not supposed to. So we see on the other side of said camera that's being uh, looked at from somebody else, it is a black guy with, you know, he's looking at her on the camera. So I'm going to assume that maybe it is Robbie. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't know. Somebody watching her. That's all you need to know. So <laughs> Sammy and Marty, they are at the office. And basically, he's just trying to figure out what this connection is. Okay, this is getting on his damn nerves. And so Marty mentions how rare is it that somebody burglarized a home with a gun. It's not rare at all anymore, actually. Most of the time, people come in with all weapons already drawn, okay? They're they ready to pow, pow, bang, bang if they need to. You just better hope that they miss. So, he was like, actually, it's pretty common nowadays. But um, he says that there's got to be some connection. Maybe they were screwing around, Claire and Joe, okay? But... Eve doesn't really know anything. Maya was away majority of the time. So who else would know? And so then he remembers Maya telling him the story the other day about the nanny spraying him with the pepper spray because of their altercation. And so he was like, oh, well, maybe she might be able to provide us with some extra information because nannies see everything. 
because people don't realize that they're just that they're there i mean they just they just blend in after a while it seems like i don't know but they see everything so i think sammy and marty are going to be looking for the nanny very shortly and that's exactly where they head y'all they go straight to the nanny's house and they question her about why she pepper sprayed Maya and so she was like because she had her hands around my neck what do you mean <laughs> and so that was like well why do you think that she would do that in the first place okay and so she goes on to say something about the SD card and they mentioned how she had stolen it and she was like stole no okay I, I wouldn't steal from her there's no reason to and so they end up asking her what did she see on the SD card? And she was like, I didn't see anything, okay? But she did mention something about Joe being on there. But when I looked at it, there was nothing there but a blank screen. Lying halfle. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. So then they end up asking her, um, did she ever notice any type of romantic tendencies between Claire and Joe? And so she was like, no, okay? As a matter of fact, Joe was always talking about how much he missed her while she was away. And, um, you know, he was always a really good guy. He was too good for her, honestly. Okay, girl, I guess. So over at Maya's, Maya is going through the phone uh, after she done finally got it charged and plugged in. And so... She's starting to go through the phone, and she looks at this one particular number um, that was on there, I guess, maybe, like, right before Claire had died. Um, and it seems like there were multiple calls made, and for there were conversations that went on for minutes on end. And so she ends up Googling the number, and the number comes back to this Player One Ready Arcade type of situation. Is it somebody that worked there? Was she meeting somebody there? I don't know, okay? So, then we go over to Eddie's. Eddie and his daughter are talking. I think, I can't remember her name, y'all. Annie, I think her name is Annie. So, him and Annie are talking, and she's asking him why in the world somebody would do what they did to their mom, because it's not like they had anything worth stealing. Like, they didn't have, like, all of these valuables just laying around. So, there was no reason for them to kill her. And so he was like, I don't know, okay? And so she then asked him why her mom didn't put up a fight when the people came in. And so he was like, you know, sometimes people just get frozen in fear, okay? It does happen way more often than people think. And so, um, she, you know, she's just asking all of these what-if questions and, and why, just trying to figure out why, but he tells her regardless of all of that, okay, that's not gonna bring her mom back. So let's just remember her how she was. And as she starts the conversation with him initially, she notices that he's still tipping that beer bottle. So she grabs the bottle from him, but by the time they finish their conversation and she's getting ready to walk back to her room, he done picked up the bottle again. So she knows that her dad is definitely going through um, and he's developing a drinking habit. So Maya... uh so then later on uh dan who is annie's brother comes in and he mentions how 
she mentions how she's going through her mom's stuff, right? So they're going through all of these things that dad done chucked, I guess, deeming them unimportant for them to toss it out, right? So they happen to find this camera. And it's one of like those old school cameras, y'all. One of those where we had it where you would um, put the film in. Okay, you had about 20 anywhere from 16 to 20 something like that on the roll the camera roll if you really want to get fancy you could pay for one of the ones that had double <laughs> and so she ends up explaining it to him um about the films or maybe it was him either way okay they realize once they look at it that there's one more uh film that hasn't been used in there right so maybe there's pictures of their mom on there, y'all. Not only that, but I'm pretty sure that there may be pictures of other things that may uh, relate to her murder case as well on there, but we'll see. So Maya ends up going to this Player One Ready Arcade, and she asks to speak directly to the manager. So she ends up uh asking him does he know about her sister and so he was like i mean you don't have to be more specific than that and so she lets him know that her sister basically was receiving and uh putting out phone calls to this location and she's just trying to figure out why and so he was like are you sure your sister wasn't a secret gamer because i know a lot of them no this isn't her scene okay but i mean she made a lot of phone calls prior to her death here and a lot of calls came to her phone from here um but now she's dead she was murdered so he offers his condolences however he can't provide her with any type of information so then she throws out joe's name also and she mentions that he also has died well i'm sorry about you about that too however we are just a game, a gaming station, okay? We don't have some type of weird, uh, elaborate situation going on here where people meet up and conspire to do all these evil things. That's not us, okay? You got the wrong, you got the wrong people here. Sorry about your losses, but you got to look somewhere else for answers because she had mentioned the phone. I was like, I don't know. So, she ends up leaving out, but in my head, I'm thinking, okay, you asked to speak to the manager. Now, nine out of ten times, the manager is not going to be working the floor. You should have been asking the people who work there on the day-to-day, -day, like the bartender, if, the, if this is an adult type of situation, or um, the server, or, you know, somebody like that. You should have showed them a picture of Claire to see if they recognized her. But anyway... So she ends up leaving and she goes to go pick up Lily from daycare. And as she's doing so, Judith ends up calling her. And so she's asking her, you know, what's going on? And so she's like, oh, I'm picking Lily up from the nursery because, uh, and she, <laughs> Judith finishes her statement for her. Oh, because you went off on the nanny. Okay. <laughs> yes, she did. But um, either way, she wants to remind her that the will reading is at 10 o'clock in the morning, sharp, okay? And so as Judith is going on and on on the phone, 
Maya happens to look up after she done put Lily in the car seat and notice that that red car that had been following her in the last episode has showed up again and it's at her daycare. That is not safe. Not safe at all. So I don't know, y'all. So then she ends up going home and doing her mommy thing. She ends up putting Lily to bed and then she goes to work out. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't have a good feeling about that. I hope that's Joe in that red car following her around. But if it's somebody else, I don't know. She might be in some serious danger. Y'all, we find Sammy on his kitchen floor. He done had another blackout, y'all. It's getting serious. Because he done spilled some damn cereal, y'all. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than some spilled cereal and some spilled milk. <laughs> the milk is literally spilling over the countertop. I'm just kidding, y'all. But no, it is getting really serious. This is what? The second incident within the last probably week? or less okay so he wakes up and obviously he's in pain i'm not even sure how hard he hit the ground but either way the bowl is broke so it had to be from quite it had to be quite the fall okay so he wakes up and he hears molly saying that's that's his fiance that they gotta leave in half an hour y'all whatever happened to people speaking like that i feel like our our elders be speaking like that sometimes half an hour quarter till a quarter after <laughs> y'all remember them times <laughs> so anyway he gets himself together he pulls himself up off the ground and he ends up popping open a pill bottle now i'm not sure if this is to alleviate the symptoms that he's having or if this is literally just pain medicine, but whatever it is, hopefully it's going to deter him for the moment. So then they end up leaving. And as they're stepping out to get in the car, I was like, are we really going to try to drive Sammy? Okay. And so he tells her he doesn't want to drive because he's got to check work emails. And so she was like, you could do that at at the office okay you can do that while you are in the waiting room i don't want to drive she's really nervous about this scan and so she wants him to drive i mean it is your car so he ends up getting behind the wheel but he's very reluctant y'all and when i say reluctant like he's driving like five miles an hour <laughs> he got a whole line behind him okay I don't know how long he's been driving like this, but clearly it's been long enough to uh, annoy the hell out of Molly. So much so that she starts to ask him why he's driving so slow. Okay, are you just trying to torture me at this point? Like, what's happening? And so he ends up pulling over. He gets out of the car. He walks over to the passenger side where she is, opens up the door and says, well, you've been saying that you didn't want to drive, but now that I'm actually driving... You're trying to tell me how to drive now. So, do you want to drive? Which he basically forces her hand. So, she has no other choice really but to get out and go on the other side. And drive. And so, once they get settled in, she's looking at him like, fool, what is happening? And so, he ends up apologizing to her. And he's like, you know, I'm just really nervous. I really, really want this baby. 
but I'm just really nervous. So in said doctor's appointment, apparently they are uh, doing an ultrasound and um, they don't want to know the gender of the baby. But this at this point, y'all, Molly looked like she about ready to pop. So I'm like, um, <laughs> what? What if he turns? What if he wiggles the wrong way? And then we see something that we're not supposed to see since y'all don't want to know the gender. Well, she don't, but he do. Okay, but he's going to honor her wishes. But anyway, the appointment goes successfully and we see a happy healthy kicking baby on the screen so congratulations to them meanwhile maya ends up meeting with uh shane and y'all turns out shane was able to track down the information that she was looking for re regarding this this uh card has been following her okay but it didn't really get him anywhere. It led him back to some type of business company where anybody could be using this as a front to just follow her around. Well, damn, now they know where Lily goes to uh, goes to daycare at. This is getting real, real weird and scary. So um, she ends up re remembering that she's got to get ready to go to this wheel reading. And so she... She ends up talking about how she's going to have to sit in this room with this lawyer. And although she signed a prenup, she does know that Joe ended up leaving a trust for Lily in case of his death, um, in the event of his death. There we go. And so she knows that something in this will is going to be read on behalf of Lily um, or go to Lily rather. And so she was, you know, she just doesn't want to go. And so Shane makes the comment that she may end up needing that money after all. And so she was like, why you say that? So he was like, look, I didn't want to tell you all this because of the funeral and all this stuff happening. But uh, he ends up showing her this article about this guy being back. I think they said uh, <laughs> Joe the Whistle or something like that. I think that's his name. y'all. <laughs> somebody, somebody the Whistle is back. He out of jail. Okay, or he back from wherever he done came from. So she was like, oh, shoot. Okay. And uh, he reveals that he was the whistleblower that ended up getting her fired from her job. But the crazy part is, even though he blew the whistle, he didn't blow the whistle all the way. He just did a toot, like a quick one, right? Because he leaked the video footage of whatever she did to get fired. However, there was no audio that was leaked. So he may be doing this because he might want to blackmail them for some more money. Okay. But Maya was like, you know what? I'm done with it. He done already got me fired from my job. There's really nothing else that he can do at this point. You sure about that, Maya? But I'm pretty sure that we'll hear that name again soon enough. So the kids end up taking the camera roll to this old uh, photography joint. Okay. And 
y'all kids wouldn't even be able to survive nowadays knowing some of the stuff that we had to use like what the guy ends up offering them the one hour service if they want like a speedy quick service <laughs> to get the film developed and i was like what the hell is this <laughs> instant everything y'all my kid has one of those polaroids one of the newer versions of the polaroids where she can take a picture now and the film automatically like comes out the side of the camera it's pretty dope okay i was like oh i would probably get one of these for myself if this thing's this thing wasn't so damn small it's really cute y'all but those pictures that come out are so damn tiny but i guess it's appropriate for a kid right so anyway <laughs> maya ends up showing up to the wheel reading and we see a woman named Caroline, who is uh, one of the siblings. So this is Joe and Andrew's sibling. Um, she's not there by herself, though. Uh, there's another sibling named Neil, who is there in attendance as well. And we can see that he's already gotten festive. He's got the drinks rolling. He says it's 5 o'clock somewhere. And Caroline, she's got her uh, boots on, her little goth boots, just to piss her mama off because her mama's always talking about her fashions, right? So they sit down to read the will, and in comes Heather. Okay, Heather is the lawyer that's going to be uh, going through the whole process with them, or doing the reading, rather. And she has some unfortunate news for them they are actually going to have to postpone the real the will reading because she has not received the official death certificate yet uh-oh <laughs> and so judith was like wait a minute hold on heather we had a funeral okay we done already put my baby in the ground what do you mean you don't have a certificate and she was like we haven't received it yet okay but don't worry I'm going to get to the bottom of it, and I'm going to figure out what's going on. So then, we see Maya and Caroline. Well, Maya goes outside, and she's kind of like looking around the property. I'm surprised she didn't go visit Joe. But either way, um, she's walking around the estate, and then Caroline comes to join her. She talks about how her dad ended up putting those tennis courts in for the boys, but they never liked tennis, okay? They were more of soccer fans, and so they would play all the time, uh, Joe and Andrew, as a matter of fact. Uh, and I think it's probably because they were so close in age, they were really tight, okay? They would spend hours and hours together, you know, just having fun and kicking it. And so then she brings up uh, the tragic accident that took Andrew's life, and she was like, did Joe mention it to you? And so she says that joe mentioned it to her but she doesn't remember it being an accident as per what joe had told her so joe ended up explaining to her that andrew was on the yacht they were all on the yacht together and then all of a sudden andrew jumped now the family thought that he had fell off the boat or that at least that's what they they tell themselves to you know I guess not see so, so it won't be so heavy for them that he actually committed suicide or at least that's what joe tells her did did joe push andrew I, I i would hope not okay but either way joe ends up telling maya that andrew jumped he committed suicide and so after she mentions the tragic accident she also goes on to say that 
at that particular time as well she didn't see andrew's body so not only did she not see joe's body but she she hasn't seen andrew's either and the reason that they say uh that they didn't want her to see andrew's body was because she was so young right or at least she doesn't remember it so she says that's why she wanted so badly to see joe's body because because she didn't get that closure she feels like it's almost their death is almost not real to her if that makes sense and she needed to see the bodies to get that closure and because she has not seen that she can't say for 100 percent certainty that her brothers are deceased and so she was like maya don't think that i'm crazy okay but i feel like joe is not dead so even though maya feels this exact same way she actually tells her caroline he is and she has to tell her multiple times no your brother is dead i was there that night i saw him and she was like but it was dark girl joe is gone so then she was like look i got something that i want to show you okay and all the reason i'm showing this to you is because i know that i can trust you so y'all she ends up taking her inside and logging into the computer and she's explaining that the family has like uh these familial uh, bank accounts right and so she can see where some of the money is going from their accounts and she said that of course most of the money goes to like all of these different offshore accounts and all this other stuff but on every it sorry sorry y'all <laughs> every month on the 10th a certain amount of money goes to detective sammy and as she says that y'all we see sammy get up okay apparently he did make that doctor's appointment to go figure out what the hell is wrong with him meanwhile with the kids i guess they decided to do the one hour service so they finally got the film developed and they're scrolling like they're going through all of the photos and they see pictures of Claire when she was younger. Obviously, Claire had a life before them um, and Eddie because we see her with another guy. And so uh, Dan was like, who, who is that guy? And so Annie is like, oh, you know, that's that's probably her guy, her guy friend or her boyfriend before she met dad. So then we see a picture of her pregnant in 2003 and so dan was like because annie was like oh well she's pregnant what and so dan was like girl that's probably you and she was like no fool that says 2003 that is not me y'all do claire got a secret kid somewhere and if so, did something happen to said secret kid? Is Sammy aware of what happened with said secret kid? There's got to be a connection here somewhere, y'all. I don't know. And then also, well, I, I, I wish Maya would have just told Caroline how she was feeling about Joe so they could actually work together. But if if more than one person is feeling like joe is still alive then maybe he is oh and then she also confronted her because when she was telling caroline that joe was dead 
she was like well how come the nanny told me that you told her that you saw joe on the camera the other day riddle me that so y'all i don't know it's a whole bunch of questions floating around that we don't have the answers to just yet but this is just episode two it's getting good though okay the mystery is building but y'all let me know what y'all think because that's how the episode ended y'all let me know what you think you can reach me at me and you tv reviews on facebook and on instagram you can also reach me at my tv reviews podcast without the s on the end at gmail.com please rate and review if you haven't already please turn on your notifications please share if you care y'all we are growing okay so thank you guys for that i love you so 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 much y'all just don't understand okay but that's all i have for now so until we meet over the airwaves again i am mo and i'll talk to you guys soon bye